Conversations with your girl Talitha Kume, presented by Food for the Soul Media Group on Hot 702.5 FM. And we are live on our FB page, Food for the Soul. And I am in the studio by myself, you guys, today. Uh, but I'm going to do something I typically don't do a lot of, and that's give you my damn opinion, which is. Not sure if y'all ready for it, but uh, let's go. Stay tuned in, y'all, and we will be right back. This is Talitha Kume, and you're tuned in to Intimate Conversations, presented by Food for the Soul, Hot, Hot 7025 F, Make Radio Great Again. Okay, you guys, so I am back, and welcome back, and thank you for tuning in this afternoon to Intimate Conversations with Talitha Kume, presented by Food for the Soul Media Group, here on Hot 702.5, and live on our Food for the Soul FB page, you guys, as soon as I can find it, then I'll share it on our FB page. Um, but if you guys haven't already, go like our page, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube stations, Food for the Soul Media Group, and Intimate Conversations. And remember, if you would like to be a part of our conversation, you can do so today by commenting on our page or commenting on the Hot 702.5 page. I'm not going to be really taking any call-ins today only because I got a lot on my mind, you guys, and um, I really need to get it out. And I know that if I take some calls, I might get uh, sidetracked, you guys, so. Uh, don't forget to hashtag us though, hashtag food for the soul and intimate conversations. Okay. And so y'all that, um, a lot of people who know me, uh, that are close to me, uh, and really know me know that I am, uh, a person that really does not give my opinion typically unless I'm asked for it. So a lot of people might think, oh, you know, Talitha, she just says what she feels or whatever, but actually that's not really true. I really only give my opinion if somebody's asking me or we're having, you know, a conversation or a debate or something like that. Um, and so um, I, I, I don't feel like it's um, it's 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 uh, I, I don't feel like it's always my um, I should say something, you know, every time somebody says something like, you know, you kind of keep your opinions. Uh, to yourself most of the time, and I don't like a lot of controversy. So if I feel like my opinion is going to be controversial or something like that or whatever, typically I won't, you know, I won't say anything. I just kind of keep my thoughts to myself um, because I don't like being uncomfortable. I don't like, um, you know, being in in an awkward setting, you know, and I'm really, really as dramatic as I am because you guys know that I write plays. I'm not dramatic when it comes to that. Like, I don't want no, you know, no drama. I'm trying to steer clear of that. But today, today, y'all, um, I think it's going to be a whole lot of drama. But 
uh, thus I will continue anyway. So, um, y'all, I can't take it no more. 2020 has kicked us all in the face, and frankly, we have nothing else to lose this damn year. You hear me? So with that being said, um, most of us um, know that this particular election year is the most controversial, most important election year that we have ever had, you guys. And um, love it or hate it, um, i just been thinking about some stuff. Um, keep it in mind when I tell you what I've been thinking. You know, you can agree to, you can agree to disagree or whatever you have, but just know that this is just my opinion on what I see that has been going on. So um, with that being said, um, I'm gonna go ahead and get started. So this, 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 <clears throat> excuse me, this month, you guys, we're talking about fact versus fiction and excuse me, but I wrote everything down because I don't like to get, um, you know, airheaded or, you know, foggy when I'm talking about stuff. So I wrote everything down. This month is our fact versus fiction month. And today we are talking about the other white man. So in 1987, uh, U.S. National Pork Board began an advertising campaign to position pork as the other white meat due to a public perception of chicken and turkey, white meat, as being healthier than red meat. But no, pork is not healthier than beef or lamb. Actually, when you compare nutrition, pork is the worst of all of them. But it just made me think about how an effective propaganda campaign can persuade us to believe in something or to do something that we would not normally believe in or do something that we we would not normally do. And so it's about to get deep, y'all. Let's talk about it. I'm putting this disclaimer out. I'm putting this disclaimer out right now, you guys. I'm nervous um, because I'm in here by myself. But I'm not really well-versed in politics. So before you guys go all off and try and tell me what I'm, what I'm saying is wrong or not right or whatever, just, um, just know that I'm just giving my opinion on what I see. I'm giving my opinion on what I see so you guys can chime in whenever you guys feel like it. But it's just what I see. So first I want to talk about the Ice Cube situation, you guys, right? Um, I said that I salute Ice Cube because I believe that he was just standing up and doing what he thought was right for his people, which is us. Um, I had a chance to watch his interview with Roland Martin and then Alicia Garza, and I have to say that I did not like the way that they made him look, in my opinion. I felt some type of way about it because I felt like he couldn't really say what he wanted to say. You know what I'm saying? But I felt like I was able to read between the lines a little bit. And um, basically, you know, first off, Cube's been repping for us uh, for uh, years. You know what I'm saying? And I remember when COVID hit, he started doing videos, basically just kind of giving his opinion on, you know, what he thought, um, uh, what he thought about the country and us. And so I'm watching the interview basically for the slow people who don't understand all he was saying um, was that uh, he said that he got together with some people that he trusted that knew that knew what they were talking about and then he put together this black contract for black people just kind of trying to give us some you know some some things that we haven't been getting um through the years from the government right so he said he started noticing that there were a lot of plans in place but they were all for minorities or people of color but not for the black direct descendants of slavery that helped build this country so he said he put the plan out there to both parties, and Dem said that they would get back once they won the once they won the election. And the Republicans said that they had a plan in place that may be a little bit similar. That was I think called the Platinum Plan or something like that. 
So, um, but when Roland read it off, it didn't sound like the platinum plan was anything that Cube was talking about, but Cube also said that they could feel free to take from his contract and add it to theirs and do whatever they needed to do. But at the end of the day, he was saying that I presented this to both parties, um, and both parties have to show and prove on why we should give them our vote, period. So should we vote for Biden just because he was Obama's sidekick and a lot of us loved Obama, mainly because he was black? Um, should we vote for him because we are all traditionally, traditionally told that we are a democratic race? Why? And that's basically what, that's all Ice Cube was saying. So I commend Cube. Um, it's no different than when Steve Harvey met with Trump. And he got all that flag, but he was just trying to say, hey, Trump, you know, now that you're in office, what you finna do for us? You know what I'm saying? Um, it's no different when, than when the black ministers, all the black ministers met with Trump, and they were trying to figure out what, what, um, what his plans were for, you know, for the government. Uh, Kanye, uh, Dave Chappelle, I remember I was just watching a Dave Chappelle uh, special when he was on SNL, and he was saying, you know what? He said, I'm going to give uh, Trump a chance. I'm going to give him a chance to prove himself and see what he has to say or, you know, what he's talking about. So it's no different than all of those people that were repping for us, rooting for us, just trying to see, okay, now you another you know, white man coming into office, you know, what, what are you going to do for us? Or now you're another political person. Let's say that because let's not even say white man, but now you're another political person that's coming in here. Uh, what are you going to do for us? And so I now want to talk about uh, their, their policies roughly kind of on what both of them believe kind of in a nutshell. And then um, I'm going to talk about my opinions on what I think about those, right? And so Trump's core pitch is to bring back the economy. He wants to boost jobs, protect U.S. trade interests, and to continue with his hard-line stance on immigration. So that's Trump's pitch, is to bring back the economy, boost jobs, protect U.S. trade interests, and to continue with his hard-line stance on immigration. So that's kind of the main thing that, that Trump wants to do, right? And um, so... I looked up Biden's, uh, his main things that he wants to do, and he was saying as the U.S. faces the coronavirus and uh, the, the racial biases of America, pretty much, Biden's pitch is to create new economic opportunities for workers, restore environmental protections and health care rights, and um, restore our international alliances with, you know, with others, right? So both candidates stand for and against a lot of issues that we as black America hold close to our hearts. But at the end of the day, only we can live with the decisions that we have made concerning us and our future. So fact or fiction, uh, Carissa saying Ice Cube should talk to the people before he comes in at the last minute to speak for all black folks. He had four years to announce his plan. And here we go with the last minute nonsense. Um, and so he was saying that they met with him at the beginning of the pres the presidency. Okay, so Carissa saying that they actually met with Cube, uh, I guess, a few years back, and um, and they talked about this uh, particular contract or whatever somewhere around there, right? And so, um, but but I was just saying for for me, you know, I felt like Cube not only was just talking because a lot of us are like, you know, where are our leaders? Where are um our artists, you know, who's talking for us, who's repping for us or whatever, who can get something heard. And whenever they rep for us or they try and get something heard for us, then we kind of, you know, we kind of down them or whatever because they went, you know, like I said, Steve Harvey went and they gave him so much flack for him, um, for him going and 
basically he was trying to do the same thing that Cube was trying to do, just say, what are you guys going to do for us? Um, and then you said, no, the ministers and Kanye met. I thought I remembered seeing a, um, oh, the ministers and Kanye wet, met uh, during the presidency. Okay. So um, I, I remember that. I, I remember that they met with him uh, right at the beginning of the presidency trying to figure out what he was going to do uh, for the people. So, yeah, I remember that. But um, so um, I was going to say that uh, Trump has denounced. Okay, so, so fact or fiction. We're getting back to that. Fact or fiction. So Trump has not denounced white supremacist groups and angry white men and women and the backwards-ass poor white communities publicly unless backed in a corner. And even then, he kind of skirts around saying what it, uh, what it really is, which leads us to believe that he indeed supports them and he's okay with them believing that because he is in power now that they can wage a war on minorities and not just blacks, and they can finally come out of the closet. That's truth. The truth is, because he has not denounced um, supremacist groups unless he's backed into a corner, these groups believe that now, okay, it's all out war. We can do pretty much what we want because the president is cool with it. So that's true. Even though he hasn't said he's cool with it, he hasn't said he's not cool with it. He's not saying anything at all, right? Uh, so what I think about it, now that the smoke is cleared, I can truly see everybody for who they are. So there's no more hiding. That's the way I feel about it. So to me, it's an easier fight for me when I know who I'm fighting. Um, and, you know, I feel like the, you know, the, the, the racist community, the people that are out here that are spewing all this hatred, saying what, um, you know, saying who, which race is better, which race is, you know, inferior or whatever, at the end of the day, you know, it's just a stupid mentality that who knows where they learned it from. But at the end of the day, now I know who they are because now they feel free to really say what they feel and not um, and not mask it by um, trying to be my friend at work or different things like that. And so um, I, I said something about the dumb racist, uh, are, are they right? Um, but it's, is, is Trump directly pushing their agendas? I don't believe he's pushing their agendas, but I believe because he's not saying nothing to their, because he's not commenting to their agendas, that's the reason why that, uh, they feel like they're able to do it. Um, Carissa saying, I'm not going to, to nego negotiation. I'm not going to negotiate with the racists. We will meet with the folks who can actually make the changes and do it in a timely manner, not 40 days before an election. Okay, so she's saying about Cube. So not meeting with them, you know, uh, 40 days before the election is kind of like, okay, you should have done this way back. And I think I remember them saying something to him, saying that he, um, or asking him that, and he was saying that before, he's like, I was just being an artist, you know what I'm saying, doing what I was doing, thinking that, you know, everything was covered, but then once he, once we got into the COVID, which made a whole lot of people change, y'all, the COVID made a whole lot of people start doing different stuff, it made a whole lot of people start questioning stuff, evaluating stuff, uh, researching stuff that we had never done before, and I think he was basically just saying that he realized that um, that a lot of the policies that were in place and the people who we thought was kind of handling handling it for the black uh, community, they were handling things, but they were um, we were getting put in this basket of all minorities, and so there's not been anything specific for us as a black minority group, and I think that's what he was saying. So he was like, so at the end of the day, I'm trying to figure out what we can done, what we can get done for black people. And I, I agree that um, it's uh, it was a little late, but I feel like better late than never. He was just trying to do something. Um, um, 
let's go back to Biden. So Biden was all for throwing a lot of us in jail with the three-strike um, law back in the day, and he had years to explain why he didn't want any minority thugs around his grandma, his wife, his kids. Let's lock them up, and there is no rehabilitation because they are evil and can't and won't change. Um, then I guess he grows and realizes the error of his ways and decides that he's for the people and is changing laws beside Obama for eight years. And then he tells us we're not black if we don't vote for him. Then he picks a VP, a VP who, before he was running, believed that he was indeed a pedophile going after young girls. So this is the same VP, the same VP that he picked believed that he um, that he is or was a pedophile. So that's interesting. So now they're working together. Um, so they're trying to build um, a better, you know, a, 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 they're working together, trying to build a better life for us. But, you know, like Cube said, they didn't get back to us. They didn't get back to us on what um, on what they plan to do for us as a as a whole. Carice said this man has no sense. He made a, a song called Fuck the Popo that we were in this BS. He has no excuse. Oh, that that we. OK. Yeah. So he, he has no. So she's saying that uh, Carice is saying that he has um, that Cube has no excuse as far as, I guess, bringing the policy up uh, so late and, and some of the things that he was doing. So I can, like I said, I can um, I can agree with some of that, but like I said, at the end of the day, I just feel like um, he did something. And a lot of us, you know, we're talking, 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 but if he can get something done, you know, why not try? And he tried. So if it fails, it fails. If it doesn't, you know, then we'll, we'll kind of see. But you guys, um, you guys can continue to weigh in. Thank you, Carice, for weighing in and giving me some other stuff to talk about um, other than all this that I'm reading on this dang on page because it's hard for me, you know, um, to come off of the dome. I was just thinking about this last night. I've been watching a whole lot of stuff. And, um, you know, like, like I said, I just have some stuff to say, and it's just my opinion, just what I've been thinking, right? So let's address the elephant in the room. Uh, for most blacks, which is plain and simple, the racism of the police and big money jails all across America uh, that's just ready to lock our ass up or, or shoot us dead if we're walking down the street too fast, too slow, it don't matter. Whatever we're doing, they're, they're trying to lock us up, right? In my opinion, I think that the police issues are really, you know, they're, they're kind of state issues, which is what I'm learning. Thank you, Carice. Which is what I'm learning that a lot of the states are the people who deal with their police specifically, right? And so um, they're led by their governors, their senates, and all of that that are in Congress. So um, I feel like knowing that now, they are the ones that need to be fighting for us, right? The Democrats, the Republicans. Who's going to say that enough is enough, period? Who's going to say that enough is enough? Um, uh, in the same breath, Trump says they're fine, fine people. And Joe's people say, let's defund them and get them out of here. So that's what Joe's people say. But what I read was that um, I think his his campaign kind of they're they're thinking about defunding the police or they they've shot around some ideas of defunding the police. And Biden really is not trying to defund the police because he feels like we need them. But um, but we need to do some police reform. And like Trump was saying, we absolutely need to do some police reform as well, but because he hasn't spoken on the issues that have been going on across the country, that's why we have a sour taste in our mouth for Trump. He hasn't spoken on, you know, the Floyd situation, and when he's asked, he's really kind of 
standoffish on how he feels about the situation, which makes which makes us feel like he doesn't give a damn about us. He doesn't give a damn about the killings that are going on, you know. And so um, that leaves a bitter taste in our mouth, right? But um, I said that I agree with law the, with with the laws um, that they absolutely need to be changed on the force. But I also feel like they are only allowed to do what their departments allow. So their higher ups. If they don't see a problem um, or, or, or they're not doing anything about it, it's perpetuating the excessive force um, and killings. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm if I'm a police officer and I'm working in my particular, you know, precinct or whatever in a particular state, you know, the higher ups, which means, you know, my um, my chief of police, my my lieutenant, whoever's above me, if they're not checking for what's going on in the community and why I'm choking these people out and, and, and telling me that that's not what we do in our precinct or firing me or, you know, writing me up or doing anything like that, then to me that um, they're the ones that are allowing all of this to happen. Um, not a sin, Jesus said. Tim Scott wrote a bill that Trump 100% supported, which addresses the issue of policy reform. And I think I saw that bill, um, uh, not a sin. Um, I saw the bill where uh, where Trump was talking about police reform, and it's actually it's it's a long bill where he's saying, um, you know, about uh, getting them better uh, better training and all that different things like that. So he's put that in the bill. I don't remember him saying that out loud. I don't remember him having a conversation about that. But then again, you know, like I told y'all, I watch, you know, news and stuff here and there. Because if I sat and watched the news or politics like all day and every day, I'm telling y'all I would be in a deep depression. Because I feel stuff so, 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 so strongly. But I just felt like today I had to come on and talk about, you know, this issue and these issues or whatever, especially with the Cube situation. So. I said that I, for one, believe we need the police, and I also believe that there is a smaller percentage of bad apples than, um, you know, than 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 the good. Like there's there's like maybe maybe two percent, maybe maybe two percent, maybe maybe five percent of each police force where there's a lot of racist ass, uh, Ku Klux Klan ass people. You know what I'm saying? Who um, who believe uh, that other races are inferior to them and that they're superior to other races. And unfortunately, a lot of the Ku Klux klan type uh, people are probably the people that are in power positions that are, you know, recruiting maybe some of the other um, uh, police officers or telling the police officers, this is what I need you to do. I need you to racially profile these people, these people, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like because of the code of the Police, you know, like we stick together, a lot of good cops, they can't be honest or snitch or speak up against them for fear of loss of protection from their own partners who they absolutely have to trust to have their backs, you know what I'm saying, on, on the job or either they lose their job. Like that was um, evident in, I think, the movie Black and Blue where the um the uh the lady officer she was black and she was just trying to make a difference in her community she saw something that was going wrong she tried to speak on it and realized that damn you know I go against my own then they definitely that you know they're after me because they have to protect what they're doing at all costs and if that means you know one uh less you know less black police officer than you know especially a woman they they didn't care at all, and so she lost their um, support and was kind of out there by herself, which is a scary place to be. So um, I feel like that's some of the reason why they don't speak up. But defunding the police, to me, would be us creating the reality of the movie The Purge. That's what I feel like. Um, I feel like it would be invoking a do-as-thou-wilt 
mentality with no repercussions. Um, and we can't we can't police ourselves, y'all. We 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 can't. We just can't do it. It's not happening. That's not going to happen. We need some other type of authority. But what I do say, you guys, I was thinking about this. Why not allow our own to police us and other cultures their own to police them? In my opinion, someone of our own race, they understand us better. They know our strengths. They know our weaknesses. And they can better deal with situations in a more rational manner than in a place of fear or from a place of fear, right? So I believe if we were policing us and we're able to tell some of those, you know, these wannabe thugs, boy or girl, you know, I know I, I know your mama. You know, or get your little ass home before I tell your mama that that would possibly help fix the problem. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. But what do y'all think about that? What do y'all think about the police um, and us policing ourselves? Like I said, you know, instead of having these white cops that are fearful, fearful of us, that don't understand us, they don't understand our mentality, they don't understand our culture, don't have them in our areas. Put them in their own areas so they can police their people. And then let these black cops that are coming in or these um, um, these black young men and women from the military that are coming in wanting to um, protect their uh, protect their country, just like police do. Um, let them come in and let them police in their own neighborhoods. I promise you, I believe that that will uh, cut down on a whole lot of violence because sometimes it just takes a stern talking to for some people think about it when you had your father around um or you had that authority figure around you were less apt to do a lot of things that you might have done being that you felt like nobody was around or nobody was watching so some of these young knuckleheads that are out here you know you have a black cop that comes around that's in your neighborhood that's you know works your beat or whatever you know that's like hey i'm looking at you i'm watching you you know what's up with you how you doing you know like the black cop did on the on the movie you know how you doing you know are you into this hey you oh you skateboard oh that's cool whatever just trying to build a rapport with them to let them know i'm not against you but yet and still if i see you doing something wrong i'm gonna call you on it if I see you um, out there in the streets robbing or killing or, you know, whatever, I, I, I'm going to arrest you, you know, and it's not it's not nothing personal. It's just that we have to keep law and order and that it, and it's not OK. It's not OK for you to do that. Um, Cornelius just said he agreed. Um, he said we need to be policed from under Joe Biden's policy. They police us like they like the super predators, Joe's bill and Hillary painted us to be. Absolutely. I can agree with that. So basically, Cornelius is saying that um, we don't need we, we don't need to be policed under Joe Biden. Joe Biden's policy, even though it was back in the day, it's still in effect right now in 2020 that the police believe that we are all not some, but we are all so super predators and we are all so super um human there and they're so afraid of us that um that's the reason why they're coming in fearful fearfully um uh performing chokeholds and all this other kind of crap because they're scared they're scared that we're going to do something to them or they're scared that we're going to overpower them or they're scared or, or whatever like like joe biden said I, I just don't believe not saying that he can't change because everybody can change but when i looked at uh the clip that they were showing that they've been circulating about him saying that you know i don't want them around my mother I don't want them around my children. I don't want them around my grandmother. Just lock them up. You know, I, I just, I, I kind of, I just don't believe that in, in those many years after he was fighting for that, that now he's so uh, for police reform and, and yes, uh, we can be, you know, we can be rehabilitated and all of this kind of stuff. I just don't, I'm not sure if I buy that, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that 
Trump is any better. Like I said, Trump is out here just, you know, just, you know, uh, going around the country talking about how good we have it and how much he's done for us, but never addressing all of the issues that are going on. The only thing he said is that um, Black Lives Matter is a terrorist group. Like, I don't believe that they're a terrorist group. Um, neither do I believe with a lot of what they stand for, though. You know, and that's just me personally. That's my opinion. Um, but he's going around not addressing the issues of why. Why are we in the streets uh, protesting? Why are we in the streets, um, you know, um, saying that our lives matter? Why, why are we doing that? And he knows why we're doing that. So all you have to do, sir, is address the issues. Tell us what you plan to do to help make this better. Tell your people, your friends, your homies, whoever you play golf with, whoever they are, tell them to stand back. Don't stand down. Stand back because they don't want none of what we have to offer. You know, y'all already scared. So if y'all finna come for us, believe that we're not going to sit there and take it. And that's just it. That's all. So to me, Trump has a lot of, of things that he needs to do as well so that he can let us know that he's either for us or he's against us, you guys. So we're going to take a short break. And then I'm coming back in. Um, so if you're listening, you're tuned in to Intimate Conversations with Talitha Kume on Hot 702.5. And we will be right back, y'all. Letters to words, word to phrase, to paragraph. Heed math as Jay begins class. The science of past is now brought to the rhyme fix. From the scroll, straight to the verse. God to God, from God to man. Many kings, many leaders, a fist from a hand. They call me militant. Now what does this mean? Do I carry a gun to make the army scene? With a cause I never pause. That simply is the brother. Raise the flag, wave the colors. Red, black, green with the key. The difference. Words make a way in the world in the instant. Living to die and I die to live again. 360 degrees. Comprehend. A man getting stronger till he's man no longer. Unearthly state makes the time seem shorter. The ever radiant awareness brought forth the one. Open nine stroke sun. Practicing priests standing by what I teach. So you all stand starving as I start to unleash. Words of God. Brought from the Genesis Will exist till Armageddon is a witness The originals built the earth One must be aggression to learn a basic lesson Quite majestic, stern within reality A juggernaut when you tamper with mentality However crown, extension and dimension of a brain cell Bringing hell to the sellouts Forever tangled, web we weave Always trying to obtain, no attempt to achieve Descendants of kings and queens act like justice Never potential, quarter of the measure Jealousy of what are we Becomes tendency for their thievery Alright, cool But no need to pull the tool Cause that's a fool I get my words like that in my stool To produce the words that they fool about It's another way of taking out these sissies Who may try to extinct my principality But of course I'm not having madness From beginning I'm the end Observe me Ignorance is not a trend So as I beckon For a few seconds Pull the reins And hear the words of the brother Mastering words on the verse Funk is a four-side shirt Egyptian, African, now I'm on a black watch Check my sundial, synchronize a clock I can catch a shadow as the moon reflects the sun Creator's eyes make a path of brother one So now I walk softly and carry a big stick A bird stick, so you native sooner late Jay brings the funk and spreads jam to the wheat bread And the folk of this one vanguard is unearthly resistance
Welcome back to Intimate Conversations with Talitha Kume, presented by Food for the Soul, and I am your host, Talitha Kume, and we are live here at our new home on Hot 702.5 FM. So you guys, continue to comment on our Facebook page and at our Food for the Soul media group. I finally just shared it on our page. And so I have a long comment from... Um, from not a sin first before we got off, uh, Cornelia said that Biden remains unapologetic and then, uh, not a, not a sin put a whole, uh, dissertation on here. Um, they say also Biden, he'll write the crime bill with Clinton that dis- disproportionately incarcerated tons of black people. He claims that he didn't know the impact it was going to have. And she, and she, she says, I call baloney or he said they I call baloney he never tried to do anything to fix it and how and how conversation with the college student last night when asked beside you ain't black what is your message to black people he responded with the same ramblings that he spewed for the last 47 years he keeps telling us to check his track record if you honestly do that you're going to find a racist that is utterly disconnected and now he is old and on the decline Pelosi is talking about the 25th Amendment because she knows that they're going to bump Biden and bring in Harris. Wow, that would be a nightmare. They say if you haven't been thrown in jail by Camilla Harris, you ain't black. Biden and Harris are not good for this country, period. The media keeps treating Joe with kitten gloves because he's declining mentally. His 47 years of policy haven't helped anybody. Uh, the BLM is a terrorist group. Wow. Um, they are trained Marxists, and they are literally calling on the spirits of their ancestors for power and guidance, and that is witchcraft. So witches, um, no terror. Wow. Witches, no terrorists. Okay. So um, they are witches. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so not a sin. Um, just let me know, are you black or white? Because I can't tell from your post. So I'm just wondering um, what, what race you are. So you believe that... They are a um a well witchcraft or whatever they are. Wow, that's a, that's a lot, and so I can agree with that too. I can agree with the fact that it's quite possible that um if Biden does get elected and he does win, that um, once he gets to, um elected, that his his health man is declining at such a rapid pace that it's quite possible that he will go um before he gets a chance to really even do anything, and that he will um. Um, that he, he, we will end up having our first black female president because Kamala, Kamala will, however you pronounce her name, she'll step up in that role and not a sin. Oh, it's my friend. So she said that she's black. She's black. So my friend, this is a black person saying that they don't feel like Biden and Harris are good for the country. Um, Cornelia says that they are against the normal foundation of family, uh, man and woman. And so he's saying that they are um, that the uh, that the Democrats or that party, um, they believe that family is family and it's not traditional uh, man and a man and woman and kids or whatever. So it's, you know, whatever else the liberal um, they're liberal. They're taking a liberal stance on the family structure and what it should look like. Um, and I can, I can, I can see that. I can see that as well. Um, so you guys, I want to talk more about, I'm, I'm going to be wrapping our show up in a little bit cause we're at, um, we're at, uh, 35 minutes, you guys. So I want to talk about two more subjects, right? So I want to talk about the statement, make America great again, the slogan for Trump these last four years. Um, now white dumbasses have interpreted that to mean make America white again, right? 
but America is still white. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the heck do you mean? Make it white again. It's been white. It's it's still white. Um, although that there are a lot more minorities that are being counted every day and we're soon going to be the majority, they still feel like white is right. They've always felt that way. Um, Keith Rush says, yo, we learned everything from our own peoples, the church, your aunts and uncles, your hood. That's who raised us. Our moms and pops had to work. Uh, see, white folks never will get that because our folks had to uh, raise their children and leave us to the community to grow us up. So I still say, where do they get the hatefulness from? Our moms raised them. I agree, Keith. True, true facts. Our, our, our moms, grandmothers, all that, you know, they, they, uh, they little kids was getting our moms, uh, milk breast, uh, breast milk. You know what I'm saying? And so the hate, where is it coming from? The, um, the um, treating us subpar and subhuman, where is it coming from? You know what I'm saying? And so um, I sat back, you guys, I was thinking about the Make America Great Again, right? And I sat back and I just thought about it. Now, just bear with me for a minute. I'm just thinking out loud, right? And I wonder if, what if Trump meant let's make America great again? When he said let's make America great again, what if he meant let's just make America the top country again? Let's stop depending on all these other countries and do stuff for ourselves. What if he meant let's stop running to China and other countries to bail us out. Um, take, let's stop taking our jobs elsewhere. Uh, let's build a stronger e e economy, I'm sorry, by providing more dollars for businesses to stay here in our own country. So to me, if that's what he meant by let's make America great again, then white, black, Asian, whoever it is, then we're ultimately going to benefit from all of that. And I feel like the, um, you know, the, uh, the white Americans, the percentage of white Americans who took make America great again to mean make America white again or make America racist again or make America, um, you know, um, slave owners again, that they're the ones who have uh, blown this out of proportion that's my personal opinion, you guys. And like I said, not saying that it's right or wrong. I have no clue what Trump meant. You know what I'm saying? I just know that that was his slogan. And now everybody that wears a MAGA, hit, MAGA hat is getting, you know, e either either we think that they're racist or if it's a black person wearing a MAGA hat, we want to push their ass down the stairs. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Because we're like, how could you? How, how could you, you know, agree with this or that or whatever? But like I said, at the end of the day, we just don't know. You know, there are a lot of bad apples that are making that statement seem very, very negative, you know, and so we just don't know. Um, I said that Biden says that Trump has just been lying to us over the years, but in watching some of the debate, what are Biden and Kamala going to do for us? Uh, you know, our, focusing on health care is cool, but what about all of the other issues? You know, why don't they come up with a campaign that says you're only as great as your leader? You know what I'm saying? Or America, or American blend where equality matters. Those are the things that I came up with, y'all, you know. It, they might sound sucky or corny, but that's what I think, you know, to 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 uh, to Trump, Trump's make America great again. You know, you're only as great as your leader, which means that we are only as great as who we have in power uh, or American blend where equality matters. You know what I'm saying? Just give us equality. That's all we have ever wanted. The assimilation, if people still want to assimilate, then that's on them. Personally, my personal opinion is that it possibly it was wrong for us to think that we were going to be able to um, assimilate into a white society and get the same treatment. 
It just, it, it might have been really ignorant of us to think that. So to me, all we needed was equality. You let us go our way. Uh, you know, you go your way. And that's what it is. If we happen to come together, cool, it's not illegal. If we happen to, you know, intermarry, cool, it's not illegal. If we happen to you know, work at the same place, cool, it's not illegal. But at the end of the day, let us build our communities just like you have built this great state on our backs. Let us do that. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, with a lot of communities that we did try to build, they came in and wrecked that shit, you know what I'm saying? Because, I guess, because they felt like we were doing too well. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that, you know, that, that's ignorance. You know, let us be over here and do our thing. We're not bothering you. So don't come over here bothering us. Um, somebody says, Shalina Waters said, bingo, I agree with you, sister. Uh, Cornelia said that's exactly what he meant, but the media twisted his message. Not a sin says, we do know uh, the media spins mess. Um, Cornelia said, lock, lock us up. That's what they are going to do. They are the prison squad. Um, oh, golly. So he's saying, uh, stop. Uh, Terry's telling me to stop cussing, but you know, I'm, 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 I'm feeling passionately. So you guys, you guys can, can, can say whatever you want to say, but me, I'm going to say it how I feel it. So that's how I feel y'all. Um, so, um, at the end of the day, it, I said that, uh, Trump, uh, I'm sorry. I said Biden and Kamala have a lot of socialist views about our America. They have a lot of socialist views, and um, if you don't know what socialism is, you know, look it up. I've just been doing a whole lot of research, y'all, because I got time, man. You know, we in the house chilling. I ain't been going nowhere doing nothing. Um, I have time to look up a lot of stuff, and then a lot of, you know, uh, Terry's actually uh, posting on here. She sends me a lot of stuff just for me to look up and research so I can get a, um, I can make a valid decision on what I'm doing and not just take the media's a spin on every single thing, you know what I'm saying? And so um, at the end of the day, if you look up socialism, socialism basically is a world where we are dependent upon the government and the government has say in everything that we do or we don't do, which means socialism could mean, um, socialism could mean us having to get this vaccine that they're preparing for COVID-19, which I've been uh, told or been researching about that. And it's deadly, you guys. It's deadly, one. And it's the start of um, uh, putting chips in us. Not a chip, but putting something in us to make us uh, recordable uh, beings to where they're able to track us. Now, they're already able to track us now on our phones, but putting this in us um, tracks like to the, to the 200 percentile. You know, uh, Nadasen said, look up Venezuela. Socialism has never worked. The definition of doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome is insanity. Insanity. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. So I'll look up Venezuela and then I'll, uh, I'll comment on that. But the socialist society says that we should be dependent upon the government and they make decisions for us. We can't make decisions for ourselves. So that means... Um, that's going to mean a different way of life for business owners. We're not going to be able to own our own businesses. We're not going to be able to say some of the things that we want to say right now. Right now we have freedom of speech, but who's to say that with a socialist um, uh, government that, we, that they take away our freedom of speech? We don't know. Um, you know, who's to say that now that all of the people are, all of the people that are already um, dependent on the government, now we all have to be dependent on the government. Um, what about the churches and religion that believe how they believe? Right now, we have freedom of religion. 
if socialist if socialism comes in then that might um that 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 might take away our freedom of religion as well our freedom to believe or our freedom to not believe right now we have the choice we have the choice to do whatever the heck we want to do in this america so if that happens will that take away that freedom i don't know um, Trump and his people believe that we should be self-sustaining and that we should get it for ourselves and are seemingly not chastising all of the crazies. And I'm saying the police included, included, I'm sorry, thinking that it's open season on blacks. Trump and his people feel like we should just get, we should pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and make it happen for ourselves. I can agree with that. But what they are not doing is because of this make America great again and this um, and, and, and Trump and we, you know, believe that Trump came from a Ku Klux Klan background and he, you know, he's pretty racist or whatever. He's not chastising all these crazy people out here, police included, that think it's open season on us now. So now they're going around just killing people for no damn reason. We've seen people, we've seen black men being lynched in 2020. What in the entire hell is going on? How are we seeing black men lynched in 2020? It doesn't make any sense. Is he commenting on that? Is he saying that that's wrong? Anything like that. Is Trump saying anything? Um, Nadasen says, if Biden and Harris wins, socialism is what we will get. Uh, Cornelia says they are against God and black people and, and black people and, and black people are the chosen people of God. The hate is prophetic. Socialism destroys and rejects God's authority. Wow. And this is coming from um, a, a believer, the Cornelius, because he's a friend of mine too, um, coming from a believer that says basically um, if, if the Democrats win, that they are against God and, um, and, and, and it won't be any better for us blacks. So, you know, we don't know. So at the end of the day, I believe that both parties are racist. <laughs> Even though Camilla is on the ticket, uh, so what? I, I believe that both parties are racist. They have some racism backgrounds. Biden has a racist background. We see it. Trump absolutely has a base, uh, has a racist background. We see it. Um, but I believe that both parties should have to truly earn our vote. Do not think that you can get it just by default. Um, both parties should be putting something in play for our community right now. And I'm not saying the minority community. I'm saying for the black community. Put something in place right now so you can get our vote. At the end of the day, for me personally, my opinion, I really don't want to vote for either one of them. And I'm telling you the honest to God's truth. I don't. But I know that it is my duty to vote. Um, it is my right. It is my honor to vote because of so many people who died for me to have an opportunity to vote. Um, not a sin says Trump does not have a racist background, and she said to prove it. So I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna do some more research on him as well, and let's prove it. Let's see. Let's see if he does not have a racist background, but he's just um, spineless when it comes to dealing with racial issues. Let's say that then. Let's say that. So if he doesn't have a racist background, why is he not speaking up for this black community, this whole community right now that's getting dealt with by these crooked ass cops who think that they can just kill us? And, 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 and I'll go so far as to say even our own communities who think that they can, we can just kill each other because as much as the police are getting off, y'all, um, 
uh, black people that are killing, you know, our own in our own communities, they're getting off as well. It's happening every single day, every single day that crime is crime. Hate is hate. Whether we hate black, whether we hate white, whether we hate each other, it's the truth. And so, um, uh, not a sense said, not at all. He's not at all spineless. Uh, the media won't tell you the truth. Cornelia says Trump will meet and listen. The others just want to give us what they think we deserve. Okay, so, and I can agree with that, I guess. So, because Trump has met with so many people that are trying to meet, you know, like like Kanye and all of them who said, hey, Trump, can I meet with you? He's willing to meet with them versus, you know, maybe some of the Democrats who are not. And that's proven by what Ice Cube did. You know, he's like, hey, let me put this out here. Meet with me, even though Karee said it's like, you know, uh, Three years too damn late, but um, but the 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 um the Republicans did say, hey, you know, we'll we'll meet with you. We can discuss this thing. We're kind of trying to figure out something as well. And the, the Democrats didn't say anything. All they said was, you're not black if you don't vote for us. So um, let's put that into proper perspective, right? So uh, when you vote, if you haven't yet, do not vote emotionally. I cannot stress that enough. That's what they are counting on, you guys. They're counting on, on us being in our feelings. They're counting on um, uh, our um, other racial counterparts being in their feelings. Uh, they're counting on us to make this whole thing about race relations, and it is not. It is so much more, you guys. It is so much more. I, um, uh, you know, transparent thought right now, or transparency right now, I remember that I voted for, because like I told you, I'm not really into politics a lot, like, you know, and I just go, it's just a lot to take in for me personally. And so I don't follow a whole lot of politics or I don't look at a whole lot of things. And I remember when Obama was running, you guys, I remember the um, yes, we can, yes, we can, yes, we can. And I admit that I voted for that man just because he was black. That was it. I was all emotional. Um, I was like, oh, my God, we have a black president. Yes, we can. Oh, my goodness. And he was charming and passionate about issues. But at the end of the day, I voted for him. I didn't know any of his policies at all. I just voted for him because he was black. And that's what we don't need to do, period. We don't need to do that. Um, they're counting on us to make this about race relations, like I said. We need to look at all the issues, fact-checked, and then make our decision on what we as individuals believe. And whatever decision we make, it's going to be the right one for us. So if I make my decision, it's going to be the right one for me. You make your decision, it's going to be the right one for you. Um, Cornelia says, blacks do not have any diversity. We all think the same. Godly. Okay, then. Well, we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember to catch us live every Friday, uh, 1 p.m., Pacific Standard Time here on Hot 702.5 FM Radio. Catch us live on the MIXLR. Download it from Google Play or Apple Store. Watch us live on FB on Hot 702.5 or Food for the Soul Media Group. Catch our Rewind show on Anchor or Spotify at Food for the Soul Media Group. And make sure you subscribe to all of our media outlets. And be sure to tune in next Friday for my sit-down with my guest, North Las Vegas Department 3 candidate, Belinda T. Harris. And on next Monday for our new movie Mondays at 6 p.m. when Big Bobby B and I are going to be discussing the movie um, Unplanned about uh, Planned Parenthood and the start of it. So our show has been sponsored in part by Isla Cole, the stylist, and Orlay Worldwide. And it's your girl, Talitha Kume, giving you something to talk about. We will see you guys later.
I dedicate this song to all the people who want to know all about John's life.